Hello and welcome to the Cafe Hustle podcast and to this episode where I'm chatting to Jeff Ranson who is the creator of Bridge to Hospitality which is all about supporting business which are tackling social challenges, social issues, they're basically social enterprises that are dealing with or prioritizing the social issues as part of their mission and their vision and their purpose. So in this episode, we're going to talk to Jeff about how he got involved in supporting these social businesses, how he got into having a resource for them to use and to connect people to like-minded businesses and benefit from the knowledge and the experience that each of them has but we're also going to look at how it fits into hospitality and why these businesses are really quite important when it comes to the work that they do and what they can do to help particular sectors of our communities and then we're going to look at how businesses who aren't necessarily starting from a point of tackling an issue can start to make little differences beyond those that we as coffee shops generally have an impact on. So so we're going to jump into this episode with Jeff and find out more about Bridge to Hospitality after we get back from thanking our sponsors. Anyone who has tried to create a paper-based systems document for their cafe or coffee shop knows the pain of trying to get everything in order and keep it updated and share it with the team all at once. Trainual sorts this problem out with its really easy to use interface, online-based construction of your documents, and it's really easy to share with your team. Head over to thecafehustle.com forward slash trainual for 10% off your first 12 months and a seven-day free trial. So Jeff, thank you for coming on the Cafe Hustle. I know we've sort of been connected for a while through social media. I know you have listened to the podcast for a while, but today we're going to be talking about Bridge to Hospitality and more specifically social enterprises within hospitality. But first of all, I want to start off with your mission and your purpose, because we start that every episode like that. You know, I'm massive about purpose and vision. What's yours? Um, well, first of all, thank you very much for uh, having me on uh, your podcast. It's an amazing uh, opportunity and uh, resource for uh, people in the in the industry. So, um, on to the other question that uh, my purpose, what drives me, I think, is helping people. It sounds a bit cliche, but uh, I I'm generally want to help people. But so. Uh, whether that's in, in you know, helping to share my knowledge of uh, other things or initiatives and uh, uh, opportunities, you know, but also uh, connecting people you know, and raising awareness of uh, like these types of businesses like social enterprises that can help uh, like society, but also help you know, the hospitality industry as well. Oh, certainly, certainly hospitality businesses and, and coffee shops in particular they very much are an important part of the community and they can affect the community in specific ways. But I think when we're talking about social enterprises, they they solve specific problems as well as providing an element of the community for the wider public. And yeah. you're right, I think, to help those businesses. And like I say, I've never been involved with social enterprises, but I can imagine from your point of view, to be able to help those businesses to not only perform better, but, you know, target 
in the right way and connecting them to to people who can help them run a better business as well as serving their purpose like it must be really rewarding it is i had to touch it i will see because uh, a lot of them tend to actually operate in isolation so they're in their local community and they're embedded in the, their local community of the issues and sometimes or quite often i've found is that uh, they don't know you know other organizations or other um, social enterprises doing the same thing in uh, like coffee shops but or with the the actual uh, like, or helping the, the same type of uh, like people so um, one you know coffee shop or social enterprise cafe that helps in uh, like people with learning disabilities they may not know that the uh, that, that another one exists in maybe like, not four or five you know miles down the road so so that like, what I've been you know, like doing with that is Natashi to try and identify across you know, like various places or, or in the country where those they actually exist and, and you know, try and actually like either connect them um, or actually engage with them to you know, say, well, did you know this, uh, this other organisation that exists? Is so that people, they're, they're not reinventing the wheel. You know that they're not actually making the same you know mistakes or potentially uh, they have the, the the that collaboration type uh, element you know so, so they can learn from each other um, and uh, help the the wider community and eventually the the, the wider goods um, especially in these types of uh, situations of uh, cost of living crisis that uh, like the rising food banks and uh, all those issues yeah it's and similar to what we're trying to do with the cafe hustle it's all about having the conversations to help other people who are in similar situations now i know we'll never cover exact situations on the podcast because there's so many the, the industry is nuanced isn't it there's so many differences things that affect how we operate but by creating an environment where the conversations are having or being had and people can then engage with and the likes of you it's once you're connecting two similar businesses together they can then start having those conversations and helping one another i think certainly hospitality in the past has been very competitive and people don't necessarily want to help other business, and I know certainly locally to me, that is has been the case and it's changing now where we're having these businesses helping one another rather than trying to compete directly with one another. Yeah. And then it's the same with Hustle Together, the you know, the online community. It's about creating spaces where we can have these conversations and share the knowledge. And it it sounds like that's what you're trying to facilitate with Bridge to Hospitality. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you're right in terms of uh, like, there is a, that you know traditional competition. It's you know, an element in terms of uh, like, you've got you know like, so many different you know restaurants and coffee shops and cafes you know, competing for the same um, like community. But uh, I think that you'll find when the you look at uh, the, the uh, like, higher echelons or the, the Michelin, Michelin chefs and uh, the, the celebrity chefs and all that. They tend to actually like, work together and share and uh, like, practices, share recipes. That they're very open, um, but uh, it's it's very um, like, 
in terms of uh, um, competition, it's more collaboration, you know, so that, that to actually um, like get people to, you know, to, to work together, um, to, to actually uh, to, to learn, you know, so the what's around, um, and so to actually the makes the, the to, uh, that type of opportunity um, or to actually help uh, even better. Yeah, no. Uh, a rising tide lifts. A rising tide lifts all ships, and the more we can encourage one another, everyone gets better, and everyone benefits. And I think you're right. The the higher end restaurants, they understand that. They understand yeah. that by helping one another, the industry as a whole is stronger, and everyone benefits from that. So, turning to the social enterprise, then what what is it about them? that makes you so passionate to, to the point of supporting them in the way you do? Um, it's that, uh, I would say, seeing, you know, um, using business, you know, uh, as, as a force for good, you know, so to actually you know, seeing, you know, that there is a different business model um, compared to, you know, the, the traditional uh, like one at the moment, but so that there is that, um, it helps you know people you know like going back to to what i said right at the beginning about sort of the purpose and helping people um that's it there is that um as an opportunity to you know for social enterprises you know to do that and i think you know seeing that how People you know, that they help, you know, benefit, you know, from you know, the, the actual uh, like work that they do, and uh, like that, it, it ranges from like training, you know, like training people in terms of like, uh, like cooking skills, uh, like food safety, um, barista skills, you know, and and everything. So, seeing that type of uh, services um, and being offered, you know, but uh, being offered on a a more higher plane, I suppose. That's a, that there's a big purpose behind it, but it's not, you know, just for um, um, social issues. It could be around uh, environmental issues, um, uh, food waste. You know, how to actually uh, deal with food waste. Um, um, how to uh, make sure that so uh, that your uh, um, carbon emissions are reduced and uh, packaging, and uh, so. Social enterprise is you know, all of those particular areas. There are there is a social enterprise, whether it's in hospitality or elsewhere, that will actually be around to, to help in those types of things. And I think a particular passion was why actually I thought about doing it was I saw a number of social enterprise cafes or um, and training uh, like programs that were based in hospitality closing you know because it's a lack of funding or um competition you know with, with other uh, like the spaces in uh, in their particular areas and so that uh, if uh, there was a way of actually um helping to support those people uh, and those types of enterprises to actually um, to be sustainable and grow and help more even more people and um, so that's one of the reasons why um, I started you know, doing this. And even though I actually uh, 
I from school I joined or I went to uh, Westminster College. Uh, actually, I as trained as a chef, and uh, I went through like, the seating guilds uh, programs, and uh, then actually not like, left or uh, the industry after about a year or so into it. Um, mainly because of circumstances, relationships, and also the, the fact that uh, it was um, a, uh, I think, what a lot of people think and um, why they actually don't want to actually go into the, the industry is that perception that it's going to, it's not long hours, low pay. Um, but what I did you know, was actually, even though it wasn't involved in the, the industry anymore, and I had not still you know kept a, a um an interest in it you know, or a passion for it because of, I was working in the civil service and I I was like doing uh, like catering you know for office parties uh, like the, the local Christmas you know the, the office party and uh, like the I, I did like celebration cakes for a, a, a time as a business so like. It's actually they're still keeping that you know that that passion and that interest in it because it gave me so much in terms of the, the actual um, knowledge and uh, skills and uh, that I think once you're in it you actually uh, you can't take hospitality out of the person once the person's actually been in hospitality okay so so. There was a recent event that we had at work that uh, I was actually um, clearing up all, all the dishes and the plates and uh, the, the uh, thing. So that, like, and it's a case of um, not, once it's actually instilled in you, it's, uh, I think that uh, and you still have a passion for it, an interest. Uh, and you, it doesn't leave you, I don't think. Yeah. I think you're, you're dead, right? Because the biggest thing that I miss now that we've sold the cafe is that I miss that day-to-day interaction. You know, when you're seeing the people, not not only the the people that are coming in your coffee shop, your regulars, the new people that come in every day, but also leading the team to deliver that experience for your customers and the interaction with them as well. I had a really great relationship with our team, which is I'm really grateful for because I'm still in touch with a lot of them today. And like I say, if we ever do get this other cafe off the ground, we're obviously still waiting, given that the the circumstances at the minute. But if we get to the point, I think I've got a workforce, more or less, they're ready waiting to, to come. But it, that's the sort of delivering that experience as a hospitality business is, like you say, it really is something that it bites you. It's a, like a bug you get. You can't just stop. Some people who aren't necessarily cut out for a hospitality job may be, but if you're the right type of person for a hospitality job, it doesn't leave you. It gets you. And then, like you say, wherever you go, whatever job you go into, you bring those skills and that experience. And I'd imagine be able to do a job a lot better than than most people who haven't had a hospitality background because you've got that interaction with people. You've got that level of wanting to serve people. Yeah, and that that is it. So that, especially um, obviously not front of house people. So that actually you know who do you know get to interact with the, the customers. Um, so I think you know 
that is you know, a a key you know because they're the, they're the face of your business they're, they're the face of your cafe um or whatever you're running and you know having the the, the right staff um and so the, with the right you know attitude and uh, skills and um i think also the the, the right purpose as well that so the, the, they want to actually um be part of you know that you know community or and what you actually want to do as a, a local coffee shop or a local cafe. Um, and you, you do have to be, I think, a, a people person, you know, to actually you know, be in the industry. Um, and because it's a, even back of house, it's a, you, you're still getting on, you know, like having to, to work, you know, maybe 16, 17 hours with a, a brigade of people or team of people. And it's, you know, Definitely, it's a, it it doesn't leave you. It, even and sometimes I think that's a, am I I'm doing it right in terms of uh, I'm I've been out of the industry for uh, so many years. So how can actually uh, somebody that I'm trying to help or uh, raise awareness of? It's a thing. Well, you haven't been in the industry for, for like, so so long. It's uh, why should I listen to you? Um, but uh, it's uh, that thing of everybody. I think has an opinion or has a, a, a like, opportunity, you know, to like, maybe like challenge, you know, status quo of uh, like, things. Maybe like looking into an industry from from the outside. Um, but definitely, it's uh, like, you, your staff are are key, you know, to actually uh, like, your business. And with the um, current, you know, or, or skills crisis, or the, or the skills crisis being going on for, for years in, in hospitality, you know, so the, the, when I um, left the, the, the civil service, so that was in 2011, and there was like, they were like talking about the, the skills crisis, you know, the recruitment and things that in, in the industry even then. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's not a a recent phenomenon. It's a, a problem. It's been you know going on you know, for for years. But and that that's where you know social enterprises in the industry can actually I think you know help plug the gaps of uh, that skills crisis um, that, that is going on at the moment. And I think that uh, that's been um, shown by the number of um, organisations now. That are looking at uh, like charities and social enterprises that are providing support to maybe unemployed people, um, ex-offenders, um, like uh, the Clink Charity, um, only a pavement away, which actually uh, like helps in terms of uh, like supporting homeless people, um, ex-offenders, and um, uh, ex-military, so the veterans, to actually get jobs in uh, into hospitality. So that's a uh, the engaging with social enterprises is, I think, a, a, a key strategy in you know, a, a recruitment you know, policy or a recruitment you know, strategy, um, as well as, uh, as other things. And you know, how you are perceived in reaching out to your community um, so is a, a big um, Positive, I think, you know, for uh, recruitment. So, if potential recruits 
are actually like who can see that your business is actually helping a wider cause, a wider community, and so that there's more uh, likelihood so that, that that person, you know, if if they want, are in that frame of mind, actually more likely to, to actually to want to to be employed by you um, and to to stay with you as well. Yeah, and I think to a certain extent, and I know we 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 lay, label them in a way as social enterprise. I think every business should be in a position where they're dealing or tackling some sort of social <clears throat> issue certainly mental health wise we need to be and this is my opinion i think hospitality needs to better tackle that as an issue and i say tackle it sounds really really harsh but we as business owners should be doing our best for our team members again when you come back to the skills shortage the last thing we need to be doing is pushing people away who maybe need a little bit more support than we're giving them and they leave the industry potentially, or certainly they go to another employer. I know on one of the Facebook pages, uh, the groups, we were, there was a discussion there around someone who had an employer that really struggled with their anxiety. They were considering actually letting them go. And this is in the States un- under performance, but really we should be doing the opposite and saying, what can we, what can we do for this person to support them and help them to get them to a level where they feel comfortable doing the job? And this should be happening across every business, across every industry, even not just specifically yeah. to hospitality. We need to give these people more support in the workplace because we can realistically, we can change their lives and impact them beyond their time that they work with us. So I think mm. really we need to, as don't get me wrong, that the actual, the social enterprises do tackle specific problems and that's part of their mission, part of their purpose. But I think we all need to start thinking in this way that we're not just there to make money. And I think the sooner we, take that approach as an industry as individual businesses we are then in a position where the money then follows we invest in say our people that all comes full circle they give back more to the business they give more to your customers customers have a better experience etc and then they come and spend more money and really whatever the whatever the the social element is as businesses, as hospitality owners, we need to be looking at how we can deal with them and impact them directly rather than saying, actually, that's not my issue. It's yeah. everyone's issue. Yeah, and exactly. That's a, and I think that the COVID you know, has had a, a massive you know, uh, um, effect on people's mental health. And you know that uh, there is a, a almost like that potential like pandemic of uh, mental health, you know, that, uh, like the, across the the, the um, wider society, but not you know just a, a, a restricted to um, hospitality, as you say, it's, it's across the, the whole board. And I think that, uh, that that's why 
the, the rise that you see in mental health first aiders and mental health first aid um, programs, um, employee assistant programs. It's a the it's something that, that you needs to, to be addressed, and how let's say you actually address it like, through uh, like, maybe I'm just not taking time. You know, to to listen to uh, to your employees or to to whoever you're actually um, are working with, or even your customers. So I, I remember all that uh, that a podcast of yours uh, a little while ago about with Mike Lander. You know, that's uh, I'm saying that uh, the barista that uh, noticed that uh, somebody was having uh, a bit of a, a bad day, um, and isn't that type of thing so it should be you know training or like giving people the opportunity to to actually almost like be that that caring person or to be that you know vulnerable you know type uh, or show their vulnerabilities and uh, their compassion for for other people um and there there are uh, organizations in the industry at the moment that uh, that do help with uh, the uh, like those types of uh, like issues. So like, the hospitality action that uh, help you know, in terms of uh, like providing uh, mental health uh, like support, um, and also the Burnt Chef project. Um, that uh, they've actually uh, got a a range of uh, like programs, training, and also uh, like apps and various other resources to actually help, but. It is something that uh, we, you know, need, you know, um, to work on uh, across the, the whole, you know, um, industry and and the sector, or across others you know, as well. Yeah. Now, just turning back to bridge to hospitality. So, what exactly, if there was social enterprises out there, what sort of support would they expect? And what sort of resources do you provide to 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 social enterprise businesses? Okay, um, well, what I've uh, I do this outside of my normal day to day work. Um, so so uh, this almost my you know the personal side hustle hobby you know type yeah. bird I think, and it's something that's uh, what I provide is a a website. Um, which uh, the, at the moment uh, has a, a range of uh, different organisations uh, listed that, uh, that, uh, that help with uh, these types of uh, areas. So uh, there's one around that, um, helping you know, women um, who might be you know, looking to, to be supported into their next careers or uh, into the industry uh, or ex-offenders. So that, uh, it's a resource that there that uh, the people can you know, the, um, go to. Uh, I try, try to keep it update as much as I can. Um, but, uh, but it's got a other things like you know what I'd, I'd like to see. Okay, is somebody from a, a social enterprise that's uh, the winner Michelin star. Okay, or that's uh, somebody who's like trained, been trained as a chef, um, and. Uh, or a barista and uh, has opened up their their own place um, and they they win and are recognized you know by some of the the, the main stream uh, organizations and and competitions so i'd love to actually like, see a, a social enterprise uh, like beneficiary for um win 
the Rue scholarship. So, or actually even having a um, a master chef type you know, program, but all of the actual contestants are people from social enterprises or have actually been helped you know through you know those types of things. So all of these types of ideas are all in in there, and also various bits of paper, and also so eventually I also put my own thoughts around on the blog part of the the, the website. So. It's very much an information resource uh, tool, um, and also the, almost my own personal think tank um, type of blog. Um, and I also have a, a Twitter account, um, which is basically every day I've set up a, a specific you know Twitter magazine that collects all of the different types of hospitality. And social enterprise uh, news feeds, you know, and uh, that goes out every day. Uh, but I used to do um, something called Social Food Hour, which was a, a Twitter hour um, to actually uh, encourage you know um, social enterprises in the, the industry um, to actually um, to, to network and you know share their their thoughts and information. And a, another way of uh, connecting and collaborating and raising awareness. So. There, there, there's a, a few things that, uh, that um, I, I offer in that in that respect, um, as well, as well as uh, what we offer you know, through you know, my my main work in the, that charity uh, called Startup Croydon. So, if if there was someone out there who was starting to think about tackling one of a, a social issue. That they're passionate about either they've got a business already that they've got established or are in the process of setting up a business where would you suggest they start in terms of what's their first steps they want to take um, i think everything i think goes down to the to research you know to actually to, to, to knowing what the actual issue that's uh, that you're trying to uh help to to resolve so it's you know, looking at the, the the problem, you know, what's the cause of it, what's the actual um, effects of it, and what are your solutions to it? Okay, so um, research in terms of uh, asking if you exist in an existing business uh, in the industry, taking that opportunity to you know, ask your customers and so uh, various like, points, whether that's you know, that, that informal chat, uh, the the actual counter. Or uh, wherever, but also, could you actually uh, be putting uh, on some form of uh, on customer feedback um, like type uh, on system in place? So actually, then find out you know what's the, the actual you know the response, what's the issues that uh, that people actually uh, really care about, and also within the, the actual local community. And I think also, um, if you're able to maybe reach out to some of these other uh, um, voluntary sector organisations that uh, um, coordinate um, voluntary sector organisations and then use, because like, most of them will actually have you know, some form of uh, like, overriding uh, like, organisation locally that uh, supports the, the other ones. So to see if there's any particular issues that, uh, that they can actually ha- help with. Um, because some of the things that uh, 
maybe uh, like a very low cost and so could actually um, be considered um, is putting on, on, on having a community notice board you know, to, to actually um, allow people who might have you know events or so or want to actually um, raise awareness of uh, certain other things um, that, that they may be free you know to actually uh, do some work um, and uh, so the, having a community notice board um, maybe like having something like a a talking table where that uh, you actually have you know maybe one table within the, the cafe to allow people who might be lonely um, coming out to actually talk to uh, to other people potentially um, and have that opportunity that maybe once a week you know, on a Wednesday when it's quiet in the afternoon um, so to actually uh, allow people to to come and you know, do that so it's uh, I think re reaching out research and being open, I think, to, to actually uh, what you can actually uh, to do. But I think also, um, what are your friends, family, and what your networks actually uh, going through? You know, so are, are, are there any like, specific um, issues that uh, are personal to you um, or personal to your family and friends that uh, you think that you can actually help with that? Um, through you know your coffee shop or your cafe, and uh, that uh, that will be I think a a good place to start as well. The, the other thing is that uh, uh, like I said that I've got you know, so many ideas on right here. Um, pay it forward schemes. So that so that if uh, that you know that so that somebody's like or want to help the homeless or want to help you know somebody in you know the cost of living crisis at the moment. Um, having a pay it forward system where like, you have a customer that says, "Well, I'm going to buy a coffee or a cake you know, for for somebody to eat in the future." And so it's actually in and like, maybe unemployed or homeless um, or in need in that way. Yeah, there's certainly lots of options, even just to get started. Just little bits that, even if you're not to go full blown towards helping the cause as it is. Even just little things to start making a difference to the people who maybe already visit your shop or your team members that you've already got, you know, local issues or your family members, like you said, that even if it's something that they're passionate about, there's little steps we can do. And it comes full circle to the, the point you made at the very beginning. It's not, it's all about making a difference beyond just the bottom line from a business mm. point of view certainly hospitality touches so many people there's so many opportunities there to make a massive difference and don't get me wrong i think it already has an impact just in the pure nature of the of the industry but i think when people are focused more on what it is they're trying to achieve in the same way as i go on about people having to have their vision if you have your vision for what you want to achieve from a social point of view there's absolutely no reason why you can't start taking steps towards that. So listen, no. thank you so much for coming out and spreading the word about social enterprise. Cause I think as much as we talk about social issues, I don't think people are always aware that there's businesses out there, hospitality businesses that are specific, specifically targeting these issues. So again, where can people find out more about bridge to hospitality? 
Um, well, the the website um, is there, uh, that's bridge2hospitality.weebly.com, um, and also the uh, Twitter feed, uh, which is uh, bridge2hosp. Um, so that uh, if you want to actually engage, and also just want to actually find out, or what would be good to find out is if actually people would actually want that type of uh, like Twitter hour um, support uh, in the future, um, and you know, just like trying to continue helping where I can. No, and it is greatly appreciated. I think the more help that we can get out there for hospitality businesses the better so yeah listen jeff thank you so much for coming on the cafe hustle i really appreciate it i'll leave a link to all your website and your twitter in the show notes as well so if anyone wants to to grab them now they can do but listen thank you so much for coming on and sparing your time and your knowledge for the cafe hustle thanks it's been a pleasure and uh, i look forward to uh, all your other uh, podcasts as well so loads to think about there in that conversation with jeff and how we as an industry can start to tackle more of the social issues that we come into contact with in our in our coffee shops we have and a lot of you will relate to this you will know the people that come into our coffee shops who are maybe struggling with various things or are not as privileged as we are as business owners in particular but also even just in general they struggle with their mental health they have issues in their private life and a lot of that we don't know about and that's understandable but it's approaching everything we do with a sense of being open and being considerate of what could be happening in people's lives and then taking that a step further and how we could put on maybe events or special um, I know workshops and things like that community-based activities that both support the cafe and the coffee shop but also the the people that are in the communities around us and and are helping to sustain our business so really thankful to jeff and we've actually got a similar episode next week with the owner of fika in liverpool anthony grice we are talking about this community and supporting the communities that have supported us certainly through pandemics or the pandemic sorry and even the the cost of living crisis that we're now facing so yeah there's a lot of this that goes on but there's really great things to think about for us as an industry anyway thank you again for joining me on the cafe hustle i hope you've found this conversation inspiring for you to go out and do something with your community and help support the people in your community uh, and deliver some good beyond what we the good that we as a coffee industry deliver already to to the people that interact with us so anyway thank you for joining me on the cafe hustle and i'll see you on the next episode